1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hawk Talk. I am your host, Pat Benson. I'm here with my co-host, main man, EP, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing, brother? I'm
2: good, man. Hawks are fun to watch this year.
1: They are fun to watch. Obviously, we're coming off a loss last night in Oklahoma City, but before that, there's four straight victories, and we're talking before the show how one loss, you know, no, no need to panic after last night's loss. I know it's natural amongst all NBA fan bases to panic after every single loss and be victims of the moment. But uh, overall, we're we're very pleased with what we've seen from the Hawks so far this season.
2: Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's going to happen. You know, after you win four in a row and you're just shooting lights out every game, you're going to have just a game where you're not shooting. And I, I think that's all it was. You know, a couple more shots fall our way. We could we could have had it there.
1: Well, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said shots weren't falling, because that was definitely the case last night in Oklahoma City. Obviously, uh, it's going to be pretty well documented every time Trey struggles. Uh, Trey, DeJounte, Dre, they all struggle shooting the ball. Of course, DeAndre—he's coming off a dislocated finger on his shooting hand, so that's going to explain why he shot the ball terribly. Meanwhile, Trey and Dejounte—let's see—Trey shot five of eighteen from the field. Dejounte shot seven of sixteen on the field.
2: Yeah, Dejounte at least was banging in three, so he was at least had that going for him.
1: Absolutely, I think if we just get Trey back to just an average shooter, back to his usual self, then obviously Hawks win that game. And I think this is a competitive team. I'm. Now, totally in your camp of believing that this team could be a top four team in the Eastern Conference from what I've seen.
2: So does NBA TV, if you saw those power rankings. I did. I saw the
1: power rankings five. That's very rare for any national media outlet to give the Hawks any love because it's not like we're – the Lakers or the Knicks, like we're going we're gonna get like a ton of clicks if you just mention our names. So that's that that was I think that proves that this team has uh, got a lot of potential.
2: Yeah, no doubt, man. How much longer does Trey have to struggle before we start getting worried? How many more games do you think he has to shoot bad? And then we're like, okay, what are we doing here?
1: I don't know. You know, I've seen all these different competing philosophies online. Some people are saying, you know, hey it's it's early in the season. Other people are saying this is who he is. He's a streaky shooter. I'm not really sure which philosophy I'm ready to subscribe to yet, but yeah, obviously I'm concerned because yeah. this, you know, uh, you know, right now he's a very below average shooter, but we know he's obviously better than that. Cause we look at like his free throw uh, percentage, which is a better indicator of like someone's actual shooting ability. And obviously we have years past looking at how he can really get on a roll and be great. So I don't know if it's defensive scheming against him. I don't know if it's conditioning because he's playing a lot more defense. I don't know if it's still struggling with DeJounte on the court. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know which, uh, which theory is the right one. What do you think?
2: It's definitely on my radar at this point. I mean, he's still averaging over 10 assists. He's averaging 10.4 assists so far this season. So like, He's playing well. He's just not shooting the ball well. So it's like if he's not going to shoot well, just he's got to take less shots and be efficient with those shots. You know, like we don't this team this year doesn't necessarily need him to, you know, put up 30, whatever. Like we're winning with him putting up 20 and some some of the games are winning by a lot. So, you know, if they're going to continue this way, he needs to just take less shots. But I, I do think within the next couple of weeks, it'll it'll start clicking again for him.
1: Yeah, for sure. So not quite yet time to hit the panic button. I'm yeah. going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. I want to see him keep shooting. I want to see okay. him. Yeah, I don't like want to see him shy away. In some games, he'll take like three, three, three-point attempts. So I'm like, okay, that that you gotta take more than that, you know, to keep the defense honest. And we know you're capable of knocking them down. So I'd rather see him just kind of shoot through it. And if it gets ugly, then so be it. That's but, kind of so, the Quinn method, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's just have him shoot out of it. Like we know what he's capable of. He's not broken. He doesn't have the yips. You know that's not the case. So I, I really am a firm believer that it will return eventually. It's just a matter of when, not if. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be kind. Of, it might just be ugly in the meantime, and maybe it will will require rotation adjustments or, or something. Just we just have to figure it out and unlock it. He's not broken.
2: Totally. Another thing I've seen that he develops this year is last year. I feel like everyone caught on to the okay, plays over, I'm still going to take a shot, free shot, but mm-hmm. then they start goaltending it, you know, because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Trey now does this thing where he does a mega floater and yeah. puts it like 20 feet up in the air so you can't goaltend it. It's just awesome. I love how he just found a way to still shoot the ball.
1: Oh, I I love how Trey is just so petty.
2: On yeah, court. it's so funny.
1: It, he, he really um, takes so much shit from the media, from fans, from opposing players. Like obviously we saw how like all NBA and all-star votes and everything go like not the most popular guy amongst his peers. So I love it whenever he can stick it to him and and needle him just a little bit. So yeah, Petty Trey is my favorite. Yeah, it's awesome. I love when he's talking his shit and when he's like celebrating and he's got a smile on his face, that's when he's at his best. Like we saw that incredible wraparound pass uh, where I just don't even know how he saw an open DeJounte Murray. And then afterwards he's celebrating and that's when he's at his best, not when he's, you know, in his own head. And, you know, uh, thinking about whatever
2: yeah I completely agree it's just a matter of time before the shot starts falling
1: yeah for sure and then DeJounte we kind of know what type of shooter he is kind of streaky from outside better from the mid-range attacking the rim like it's not like we're expecting him to be bogey or anything
2: yeah but even a bad night for him like last night he's still at seven for 16 he had 29 points you know like he's playing good this year I'm loving what I'm seeing out of him Ab-
1: absolutely and he totally disrupts on the other side of the floor on the defensive end of the floor and totally tilts the the power balance and it's just a total disruptor on the court so yeah i'm love what i've seen from Dejounte so far this season he looks way more comfortable and looks again like he's having more fun
2: all right so to touch on now some of the less minute players mm-hmm. gary bird makes his debut yeah and then we see him again last night in the thunder game no aj griffin where what What is going on, man? Where Why is a j not playing?
1: That's where I am ready to hit the panic button. A j. Griffin has been the odd man out so far this season, and uh, I'm shocked because he had so he uh, exceeded all expectations his rookie year. and uh, kind of hit a wall right when Quinn showed up. Never really was himself because he I don't think he got quite the same amount of playing time, all that. Mm. So uh, we're like, okay, whatever. hit his rookie wall. Let's see what he does this sophomore year and he's just he's buried on the bench and i get it this roster is more competitive i'd rather have sadiq bay out there at the small forward position too and i get that but man uh dmp coaches decisions like AJ's better than that
2: and harrison's taking his minutes like it's not like or garrison sorry not harrison uh it's funny it's just funny though that like it's it'd be one thing if he's like all right we're doing an eight-man rotation you know like yeah. whatever but it's like the minutes are still there. Someone's got to take them. It's when we saw Gary Brad. I was like, all right, you know, give him a debut. That's fine. Like whatever, yeah. he'll have some minutes. And then when we saw him again last night, that's when I was like, okay, something is actually going on because this makes no sense. AJ's getting no minutes today.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Um, I, I guess it's just a coincidence. What did he
2: do? What did he do?
1: Yeah, I, I think it was the Beyonce tweet. If you want yeah. my honest opinion, when he, Could when be. he wasn't happy with her concert. Quinn's so like, thinking, how dare
2: you? How dare you?
1: <laughs> exactly. So no, that's that's the only theory I have. But other than that, I mean, he's looked good on the court when he, had, in his limited time, I've I thought.
2: That's what I and, thought too. That's why I'm so confused.
1: Uh, I mean, obviously it's a very limited sample size, but he's shooting 50% from three so far this season. So, uh, you know, obviously that'll flatten a little bit, but come on. So yeah, that that's disappointing. But overall, I think this roster is, the all the vitals are healthy for this yeah. team. Like um, I was looking before this podcast, third in points per game, third in rebounds per game, six in assists per game, six offensive rating, eighth net rating. Like obviously three-point shooting, we're below average, defense a little below average, but overall the vitals of this team are very healthy and uh we've got depth and injuries and sickness they will come throughout the season so aj will get his time at some point but uh, overall it looks just like a very competitive roster and it looks like i think this team would wipe the floor with last year's team
2: no doubt and like i said to start the show it is they're fun to watch this year they haven't been fun to watch in a while
1: speaking of fun to watch we've got some big games coming up um, for those who are wondering about the in- in-season tournament, hasn't started yet for the Atlanta Hawks. Break so it down,
2: Pat. Give us how it works.
1: No oh, I'm absolutely us. the wrong person to try <laughs> to explain it. Like, I was staring at the uh, the breakdown of it online, I felt like that young thug meme where he's, mm-hmm. like, at the in the studio. Yeah. Uh, so in-season tournament has started for some teams as of last Friday, has not yet started for the Hawks. Two home games coming up Thursday and Saturday night. Orlando Magic, Miami Heat, two Southeast Division rivals, both seemingly winnable games, you know, obviously, you know, both teams are are, have some talent on their roster, but neither are playing great at the moment. So overall, what are your thoughts on Southeast Division through a couple weeks of the season?
2: The magic game's in Mexico, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Please don't go to State Farm Arena on <laughs> Thursday <November laughs> night. It will be empty.
2: Yeah. I saw the I saw them doing some promos for it. They're all eating like a Mexican pastry. I was like, okay, we're actually doing this thing. I don't, yeah. random matchup, Hawks Magic in Mexico. But well, that's because what the... I looked at the time. It was 9 30. I was like, why the hell are we playing the magic at 9 30? And I was like, and I had to look into it. Sure enough, it's a game in Mexico.
1: Well, quick aside about start times, last night uh was the first game after daylight savings time and that one always kicked my ass as a reporter because mm. one it was like oklahoma city so they're on central standard time also it's a later start date or later tip off time also it's daylight savings time i looked up last night it, fourth quarter it was like tipping or starting off around 10 o'clock and I just remember always hating that first game back because it was always rough and it was doubly rough. So just, um, but, you know, we got it through it. I think a lot of Hawks Twitter was still very active. They stayed up late, but.
2: Yeah, could have been a 20 point loss, but the boys fought back.
1: For sure, for sure. But, you know, and we fought back against our sleep, you know, our our sleep schedule. So, um, yeah. But anyway, back to looking forward, Orlando Magic in Mexico. The Atlanta Hawks are one of the more international teams in the NBA when you consider we went to uh was it abu dhabi mm-hmm. or uh and then yep. last year Played and then two mexico. games over there
2: against the bucks
1: yeah and then mexico this year obviously the international fan base they're clamoring for the hawks and the nba is giving them what they want
2: yeah trey young is just mr worldwide, mr. worldwide. <laughs>
1: that's it, <him>, mr 305 <laughs> and so uh come back play the miami heat and for me you know Halloween is over, but the Miami heat will always be Michael Myers. Like, I don't care how many times you shoot them. Like he's going, they're going to keep popping back up and they're going to be in your kitchen. So, uh, you know, whatever it's, it's early in the season, but every time I see the Miami heat, like, uh, red flags go up. I know it's going to be tough.
2: Oh, like whenever you see them on the schedule. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah. So either way uh, predictions on those next two games. Sweet. Oh, okay, sweet. okay. <laughs> i was gonna say i'll take a split i feel yeah. like the hawks could be tired coming back from mexico sure. the heat are tough yeah so I'll, I'll take a split and if we lose both then officially time to um start, start no panic on this podcast. yeah no more yeah no more predictions <laughs> yeah exactly well let's see what else we got coming up on the hawks
2: Repad on jalen johnson is my favorite player in the nba i love him and uh I'm excited to watch him continue to grow this year.
1: Jalen has been absolutely great. He's just been a breath of fresh air. And uh, obviously a lot of us, I know you are a big time John Collins loyalist. So Mm -hmm. am I, and I'm glad John's doing well in in Utah and Salt Lake City, but you know, Jalen's coming in and hasn't really missed a beat. And similar kind of play style, super springy, uh, super athletic. So yeah, it's great to see Jalen really emerge and and step into his
2: own. Yeah, he's just him and fast break, man. It, it is nice to watch. He knows what he's doing.
1: I would love to see him gain the dunk contest. Yeah, I, I was chirping about this last year, but he's he's got it. Obviously, you've got to be kind of young. You you can't really be a superstar or even all star if you're going to be in the dunk contest. I'd like. I think Jalen could make some noise.
2: Yeah, we he did a big this. candidate for it. What could he What could he jump over? Uh, maybe like an RV or something?
1: Yeah, so John Collins jumped over a plane yeah. uh, in Charlotte in uh, at that All-Star game. I want to say it's like 2018-2019, so he's going to have to jump over something bigger.
2: Something bigger, just anything bigger. Maybe a for live sure. animal?
1: Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely an exotic animal. <laughs> so uh, definitely tweet at us your suggestions for Jalen Johnson's dunk campaign candidacy. Also, if you're at any of these games, uh, send us some video, send us some pictures. We need our uh, reporters, we boots need on recon. the ground. Yeah, exactly. Please. Yeah. Please send us those highlights. And other than that, doesn't look great the, on
2: TV sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah ballet, man. What's going on with ballet Real quick, we got to hit on that.
2: I don't know, bro. They're, so some of the other teams, like in, in uh, I want to say Arizona, they owe them like over mm-hmm. millions of dollars. So I don't yeah. know. I don't understand how we're just continuing down. We, it sucks too because Nick and Bob are so good. Yeah. That it's just like, hey, can we just put this good product together, please?
1: It, it's just so cheap. Like, even yeah. like the in-game graphics, if you go back and like it's it's shocking how good, like, if you watch the Brooklyn Nets um telecast, how sharp everything is and how clean-cut everything is. Whereas the the Hawks broadcast, it feels like middle school news. It, it's really rough, and obviously we know what's going on with like Valley and Diamond Sports, yeah. and um, you know they're they're obviously having financial difficulties. But Bob Rathbun, Dominic Wilkins, they deserve better. So I don't know. I think they're obviously going to be on the Hawks call for years to come. Yeah, Bally will not, most likely will not be the partner. So it'd be cool to see them like actually get some nice, like uh, some nice uh, setups, some nice uh, graphics, that sort of thing.
2: It's like, Hey, you're in the local area. So you got to buy it through cable. No, but I bought it online. Oh, well, you... That's just how we work.
1: Well, and I'm seeing a lot of people tweet about the app. Like a lot of people watch an app and that's crashing. So yeah. that that's obviously
2: um, get it together, that's, Bally.
1: That's it. Get it together, Bally. Also, don't let the Hawks ugly um uh-uh, City Edition uniforms uh, take away from the fact that they still have not and the players the-
2: actually like them. They're they're trying to defend them, it seems like.
1: Oh, are they? I haven't I haven't seen that.
2: I saw some ooh fire, you know. Some uh, of I yeah, think they always yeah, say yeah. bogey. I was like, all right, bogey, come on man.
1: Yeah, well, bogey <laughs> is perpetually positive and upbeat, True. so that's kind of True. on brand for him. But yeah, I don't know. I I think they're pretty ugly, but don't let that uh, distract from the fact that the Hawks still don't have a Jersey patch. Sponsor. Yes. It expired with share care after last season. And trust me, the Hawks aren't doing this out of the kindness of their heart or because they want to leave money on the table. Somebody needs to do a, a deep dive into why the Hawks still don't have a Jersey patch sponsor and when that's coming. Because right now they're leaving a lot of money on the table.
2: Yeah. And if we're actually gonna potentially if we're gonna be in a good spot to go into luxury tax this year, like wrestler has said he's going to, but we can mm-hmm. we're actually in a position to do it this year. A little more revenue might help him on the back end.
1: Totally. So again uh be on the lookout for all that exciting week coming up uh tweet us your pictures and videos if you're at any of these games and uh rate subscribe share do all that good stuff we love you we'll talk to you soon
0: a lifetime of hard work